0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Happy fight week in the bank, in the books. UFC 291 was fun. Crawford versus Spence was a chess match. And I'm your boy, Ike Feldman, here to talk about it with you. Follow me on social at Ikegon Everything, I K E T A G O N, Ikegon dot Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, everything. iketagon Happy summer Wednesday. We're in August already. It does not feel like August. I feel like it's only been one month of summer so far. I feel like we're owed at least two more. My prediction is that we're going to have a beautiful, freaking, absolutely gorgeous September. That rolls into October. My family couldn't see it more opposite. They believe we're getting hurricanes. I call them the weather witches. People who are prognosticating, predicting, foreshadowing poor weather, poor events, poor energy. Weather witches. What the hell is wrong with you guys? Now, I used to play the game or ask people to play along, and you guys can try this, word of mouth. Try to go seven days and learn about the world's events, news, topics, via word of mouth. unsubscribe from your local station that you're tuning into your national station whatever learn about things via word of mouth i promise you it, it freaking happens it really really happens somebody say oh you didn't see that whole family was split in half on a bridge And then a great white swallowed them when they drove off. You didn't see that? I'm like, nope, but I'm learning about it now, and that's crazy. Wow. You didn't see the airplane that landed on the LIE? You didn't see that? That sounds pretty crazy, though. Thank you for telling me. Now, I've tried to ask people to do word of mouth for the news. It's hard. Maybe I, I try to do the hardest things first. First. And it doesn't seem to resonate with people. So, maybe you guys like doing the easy stuff first. So, here's an easy one I brought up before and excuse the noise I'm I'm packing away some audio equipment trying out some new audio stuff got a new studio unveiled I will be doing more video content live in studio guests first time ever for the yanktagon but back to the weather witches I've asked people, try to go seven days without looking at your weather app. Try to not hover on that app with the sun. The app does have the sun. And don't expect it to rain. If you're living and dying by the 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. window of rain and thunderstorms, You may miss out on some life. I learned this. This past weekend. When I was visiting my sister. And my brother-in-law's house. With their lovely grandchild. And their awesome backyard with the pool. We all jumped in the pool. It was excellent. Very good time. He goes. My brother-in-law. Man. We're really lucky we got this in. It was supposed to thunderstorm all day. I go, what? Really? I go, it's freaking gorgeous out. I had zero clue that it was supposed to rain that day. But I feel like people live in a state of expect to be potentially frazzled. I don't want to throw around the A word. I believe it's Uh, 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 four-syllable... Yeah, the four-syllable A-word that everybody throws around these past three years. Because a lot of people have had to sit with their thoughts and they constantly just push out the word, the four-syllable A-word. Hey, I'm... uh, uh. Hey, I have so much... uh, 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 uh. If you're expecting things to be... Rough. If you're expecting things to be a little hazardous, that can cripple you. There's a great saying called paralysis by analysis. And now that I've been listening to my old radio, again, hearing more about ball sports, football, baseball, basketball. You hear now a lot of these general managers of these teams or executives or presidents of operations. MMA is not that complicated. But in these other ball sports, They hire these analytic guys and go watch Moneyball. They made these analytic guys look super cool. I mean, they're played by frickin' Jonah Hill, one of the funniest people on this earth, and Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, enough said. I mean, they they put lipstick on a pig, basically, that movie. Because it is annoying, to say the least, these paralysis by analysis. These. What do the analytics say, people? Let's look at the analytics. What do the analytics say about this player? What are his stats in September? What are his stats in September on a Sunday when the temperature is below 70 degrees? They have stats for all that. Too much. Too much. Too much talking. Not enough walking. And thank God we got in the beach party at my sister and brother-in-law's house. It was phenomenal. It was perfect. It was like, I, I think I said three or four times, I swear. I swear to God I did not know it was supposed to be torrential thunderstorms. Or lightning storms. Or both. Are, are they are they one and another? Is it peanut butter and jelly when it comes to thunder and lightning? Is it always connected? Is it one can live without the other, but the other has to live with the other? Kind of like my wife and I. Beautiful day. Absolutely beautiful. Beautiful day. Lovely time in the pool. Lovely food. Beautiful barbecue stuff. I don't know if anybody's noticed also. There is more and more insects, bugs just zipping and zapping around. Have you guys heard have you guys noticed this, and I keep hearing again, word of mouth, knowledge, and news could be a dangerous thing, but I keep hearing that the reason why. There is more insects, bugs, pests, summer pests flying around. is because we had a soft winter. And everybody was predicting last fall, last summer, we're going to have a rough winter. We're going to have a rough winter. And then everybody this summer, with the late summer. Oh. It's going to be a hurricane i go hey geniuses if you know the weather so well go work for these million dollar billion dollar movie production companies that try to plan and figure out weather so that way they can duplicate replicate shots from day to day those people are trying to capture the clouds at the right amount of gray Go work for them if you can predict when hurricanes are going to happen. Go work for CBS New York 2, Channel 2. Go work for them, Mr. G, Mrs. G. Go work for them if you can tell me when it's going to hurricane. Stop it. You have too much time on your hands. You sound crazy. You're predicting hurricanes? You're predicting hurricanes. Stop it. So these same people, whom I love and respect, by the way, let me uh, let me throw that th- in there. They predicted that or no, not predicted, they are analyzing or reviewing the few weeks of summer we've been in and collecting the data and producing it at a barbecue. You know, there's boardrooms and then there's barbecue. They're presenting this data and saying that, yeah, there's more bugs and everything because we had a light winter. That sounds like it makes sense to me, okay? That's how things used to be before circa 2005, the iPhone and YouTube. That's how things used to be. Somebody told you something that made absolute sense, and you go, that makes absolute sense. Because it does. You're like, you know what? There's no snow on the ground, and it doesn't freeze these bugs to death. You know, these bugs look so strong, they look like they didn't have to deal with any hypothermia. They look pretty freaking strong to me. Makes sense to me. Thanks, Uncle David. Yes, my news source is Uncle David. And TT and Mima. these are my news team. These are my anchor men group or anchor women and men group. Anchor group, whatever. I love them dearly, but I hope it ain't hurricane season this year. Who's got money to spend $500 on a generator? My goodness. Keep your poor prognostications to yourself. There's a saying, There was a saying growing up. They said, keep your hands to yourself. Well, now I'm going to say, keep your poor prognostications to yourself. Keep them at your side. <laughs> yep, yep. So, what else we got? Oh, UFC 291 pass this weekend. Epic event. Justin Gaethje gets the win in the rematch. Fantastically. Woo! Several times in that first round, Justin Gaethje was going for the head kick combination, the roundhouse, the back leg, spinning around, trying to knock out Poirier. Wrap around his guard, catch him in the umdala, umlagada. What is it from that Water Boy movie? Umdumla anglagada, something like that. <laughs> catch him there, get his equilibrium off. It did not work until he incorporated the technique that the UFC had on call, which was the Leon Edwards flash the front hand. In the face, create a diversion. That hand does not really have to land. It can get just a couple inches within the face. It's a distraction to the eyes. And then whip that kick around and land the knockout. As we saw, at UFC 278, I believe, at Salt Lake City last year. And now fast forward a year to Salt Lake City. This year, crazy. What the hell's up in those Mormon countries? They like them roundhouse kicks, boy. And Justin Gaethje does a very similar technique. It did not take him to the final minute of the final round for Gaethje to do it. He got it done. Got the victory in the rematch. In. The second round. Everybody's clamoring for let him rematch Charles Oliveira if he beats Islam. Let him fight Islam for the first time if Islam beats Charles Oliveira. Nah. Nah. He's good. That's too long to wait. That is way too long to wait. Conor McGregor tweeted at him, I'll slap you around. Bro, you need to slap yourself around and get cleaned up and get back into the testing pool so you can compete. No free passes by USADA and the UFC. Thank freaking goodness. If he fights in December, something fishy happened. If he fights at all this year, something fishy happened. Now, I I would have no problem, and I wish McGregor... Did this six years ago, but I wish that he could fight on McGregor promotions. You're telling me that he couldn't have done the Nate Diaz trilogy on his own promotion? Of course he could have. We saw it on the canvas against Floyd Mayweather, and we haven't seen it since. McGregor promotions has disappeared. Poof. So who should Gaethje fight? Should he wait to the winner of the October Abu Dhabi card between Charles Oliveira and Islam Makachev, a rematch, one year in the making? Should he wait? Does that fight happen around March? Does that fight happen around spring? Late spring? To me, that's too long to wait. You're talking... Six to eight months, way too long. What I think is a great idea. Great job, Ike. Thanks, man. What I think is a great idea is you do the rematch or the trilogy. Now with the BMF title on the line, maybe that thing could be put to use. You do the trilogy, Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje. Could November be too soon? Possibly. Give Poirier to December. You make it another main event in December. You make it a co main event for a John Jones Stipe card. Ooh, that's a hell of a co main event. I love it. Who doesn't want to see good fights? If we could see Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira 15 times, if we could see Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz 15 times, why not? Are the fans just about the hype and the lead-up and the anticipation of these major cards? Are they excited for when Colby Covington gets back? You know, Colby's fun. He's a hell of a competitor, hell of an athlete, but the hype outweighs the performances. Joe Rogan's going to sell you, yeah, but Kobe with the output and the takedowns and the nonstop pressure stop. I agree. I understand that. It does not lead up to the hype, though. The McGregor fights win or lose. The fights match the hype. You could say the same with Tyson, with Muhammad Ali. Floyd Mayweather has been a hit or miss. But the fight tremendously exceeds the hype for casuals when it comes to Gaethje Poirier 3. No doubt about it. For a non-casual like myself... I want to see what adjustments Dustin Poirier can make. It seems like his slow starting; he wanted to collect, collect, and collect a lot of information from Justin Gaethje early in that first round. And you saw by the second half of the first round, he landed a daggering left straight left cross, a two, that stunned Justin Gaethje, had him staggered, and I have to take a step back, reset, and kind of, chill his horses out. I don't know if you guys caught that. Boyer was collecting a lot of information, downloading it, and then uploaded some offense, time Gaethje. I was watching this with my wife. She goes, what's going on with Poirier? Gaethje's like a tidal wave of offense. Offense, I go, no, no, he's down low and he's down low he's got a high guard. Those roundhouses did not land. He made the adjustment. But then Gaethje made the adjustment to Poirier's adjustment. He threw that smoke and mirrors lead jab the left. Or was it the right? Was it a one-two and then the roundhouse? I'll have to go back and watch. But he threw that smoke and mirrors punches. And then with the roundhouse. So while Poirier was making the adjustment to Gaethje's tidal wave offense, a little sporadic offense, maybe a little excited, maybe trying to get that loss from 2018 back pronto, he took all that energy and countered it beautifully. And then from there, you could assume that Poirier... Let his guard down. Literally and figuratively. He's like, I'm tagging this guy. I'm bouncing my fist off his face. Bruising. Bloodying him up. This is going to go down exactly how it was five years. I remember this man. This is the same man. But freaking Justin Gaethje doing splits like John Claw Van Damme. <laughs> there was a very similar 1-2 roundhouse combo that we've seen with Robert Whitaker that landed on Yoel Romero. And it works. The same combination, as I mentioned before, Leon Edwards, Salt Lake City, 2022 against Kamaru Usman, teammate of Justin Gaethje. Maybe Gaethje saw that so much that it just inceptioned into his mind. Whatever he was thinking in that moment, in that second round, sitting on his stool, getting up, whatever he was thinking, it worked. Phenomenal job by Justin the Highlight Gaethje. Excellent performance. Excellent performance. And now he's in the driver's seat. He can call the shots in the trilogy if he wants. He can. It's. I like what he said about Conor. I don't want to fight somebody doing steroids. I love that. It's true. Going back to Justin Gaethje on the Joe Rogan podcast. Justin Gaethje will never forget. How poor character Conor showed after the Floyd Mayweather fight. Punching the older man in the pub. Justin Gaethje brought that up. Stirred my memory. And I go, you're right. And Gaethje sees McGregor as a punk. And he would love to bully that punk. Maybe it happens. I don't know with Connor anymore. What can really happen is these boys can run it back. No doubt about it. These boys can run it back. Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, three. I'd love to see it. How about you? That's the promo. Snip, cut, snip, cut, cut, cut. Going on Instagram. Cut, cut, snip, snip. (laughs) Promote, 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 like, retweet, share, story, Facebook, Messenger, (laughs) TikToks. That's the game we're in, right? That's the game we're in. Permute. The game I'm out about to be in after this is Ghost of Tsushima. Loving that game. It's, uh, it's the... Samurai <laughs> Japanese... Japan, who were at odds with the Mongols and the Khans. What year? I think... Mm, I'm forgetting exactly what century this game takes place. But anyway, the action is incredible. Uh The finishing sequences, the graphics, the storytelling, phenomenal. Ghost of Tsushima, get yours. PS4, PS5, it's freaking phenomenal. I'm walking around bowing to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's fun. It's good fun. It's good fun. FYI if you guys missed it I forget the director's name directors never get credits always the actors the movie John Wick starring Keanu Reeves but the the director of John Wick he was on Joe Rogan's podcast and he mentioned that he will be directing a live action on the silver screen Ghost of tsushima Ghosts of Tsushima movie. You're telling me the guy, the director, who is part of reinventing action movies of this generation is doing a freaking samurai movie? Hell freaking yes. Let's go. I recently watched The Last Samurai. It's a good movie. Really solid movie. Great actors. Good action. Good storytelling. Intense, poetic vibes. But we get a modern-day samurai movie directed by the guy who did John Wick. Oh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Back to UFC. Alex Pereira gets the win. Kind of, sort of, maybe, how? Gets the win against Jan Blachowicz. Somehow. What the hell happened there? I thought Jan Blahovic won. Hey, if you're leaving it up to the judges, that's what happens, man. I love Jan. Cool guy, funny guy. Also, a Sony PlayStation 5 guy. I have to get his handle at some point. I thought Jan won. I was hoping Alex Bejeda was going to win the fight. Before the fight took place, I was like, yeah, man, this is awesome. This is crazy. He's taken the fight just three months, three and a half months after getting knocked out brutally to his rival in Miami. Now he's a co main event on a big card against a big guy with huge knockout power and a higher weight class. You're nuts. You should have taken a year off. Oh my goodness. I hope you pull this off. And he did. And he did. What's next for. Alex Pajada, I don't know, man. The the top of the division is crazy. Jamal Hill, Yuri Prohaska, they're getting hurt. John Jones, is that Burger King? The division is up for grabs. Alex Pajada could be a champ champ. Would he be, let's see, you got Daniel Cormier, Amanda Nunes, Conor McGregor, uh, BJ Penn, who else? Uh, Daniel uh, I guess John Jones now. Uh, five. Yeah, I guess Pahanna could be the sixth UFC champion to be crowned in two different divisions. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Everybody would forget about this fight. I mean... Wow, but good for him. He showed some better than expected takedown defense early in the fight. I believe the first sequence Jan could not get him down. Paehler was showing excellent hips, great balance, keeping it on the fence. And then later in the fight, he actually had a sequence where he got up, and I I think he got an applause. Either was from the announcers or from the crowd. Like people were very congratulatory. Of Pajada's takedown defense. What's next? Like I said. He could fight Izzy. For a third time. I love it. let let do the trilogy at light heavyweight. Why not? Kevin Holland, oh my gosh, he submits the submitter. Incredible performance by Kevin Holland. Was it Doris or a front guillotine? Ninja choke, something like that. It was one of those blood chokes. Tony Ferguson loses again. Maybe he's just trying to finish the runway of his contract, slowly moving down the rankings of opponents. Derek Lewis was an underdog against Marcus Reggio de Lima. Lewis knocked him out in 33 seconds, took his pants off, did a little dance and got down tonight. Incredible. Great job by Lewis. If it wasn't for Justin Gaethje's incredible head kick knockout, Derek Lewis would get the performance of the night. And hey, everybody's forgotten Kevin Holland lost to Hamzat Chemayev. He's turned it around with two excellent victories. Excellent. The knockout win in Miami. Against Santiago Ponzanivio And now this past weekend against Michael Chiesa. Incredible. Incredible. Props to Kevin. Props to Derek. Great job, Justin Gaethje. Great job. Guys, I feel like I didn't leave myself enough time. I kind of went in on word of mouth news, weather witching, holding on to things, predicting hazardous futures, foresighting. I feel like I need to spend another 30 minutes on Spence and Crawford. How about I do that in the next pod? I mean, it brought freaking Luke Thomas to tears. It's got to be something of a great fight, right? This thing deserves the proper attention on the Eiktagon. Thank you guys for tuning in, liking, subscribing, retweeting, everything. at Octagon.